Brought to you from a bedroom closet somewhere in White House. This is Smells Like You Can. I'm Wera. My handsome and intelligent bosses, Jess Davost and Mark Kepke, are about to podcast the hell out of a totally pungent Yukon story. In this episode, they head to Swanhaven to interview a group of noisy tourists who return to Yukon year after year. What do you say we cut the swans? Okay. You comfy? I think I'm good. The level's good? Yeah, the levels look okay. Uh, is this thing actually recording? Is that number y- moving forward? Yes, okay, it is. Good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, see, we've lost our chops a bit already. Um, I think uh, it's been a while since we both squeezed into here. Um, in the closet together, doing what we do worst, which is uh, ad lib and name banter, but it feels good to be back. We're definitely doing this before the government declared a second state of emergency due to COVID. Yes, anyway. Yeah, why are we in here? That's the question, I guess. It's to um, lower our heads and deliver the sad, sad news that... That we're... Um, well, we're putting a bow on it all. We are going out on a high note, maybe <laughs> going out on a moderate note. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, I think I think some things they're best finished in some f- way, shape or form. So, yeah, we want we wanted to yeah put put an end to this chapter. Of Smells like Yukon. And we did the first chapter, what, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Maybe in 15 years we'll do a third one. Well, so. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it felt ridiculous enough to be doing this at in the, my mid-40s, mid to late 40s. And, you know, the, the idea of being in a closet with you doing this kind of nonsense at the age of 65 <laughs> is a little bit frightening. But, yeah. hey, we may have nothing better to do. So We might have lots of time and, yeah. uh, you know, we might not really care what people think even or even less than we do now. Yeah, we can't care and, too much right now. I, I, don't think, think. I don't think we do, but... What did we manage to achieve in this short but glorious time of Smells Like Yukon podcast? Well, what what didn't we achieve, right? I mean, I think I think um, we solved the basal crisis. Yes, um, we also solved the um, oh god, we're gonna have to knock this out. The um, Yukon Liberation Front, although although a court order has uh, caused us yes. to 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 remain mum on that the non-disclosure agreement. Um, and you know, you see a lot of Yukoners adhering to the commandments that came up. Um, yeah, I think, I think we did a lot of things for sure. Um, a couple other things stand out for me. We were from the very start, this was a closet based podcast and a lot of podcasters went into closets when the pandemic hit, like one of my favorite podcasts, heavyweight Mm -hmm. made quite a deal about how, uh, you know, Jonathan Goldstein was always talking about how he was in his podcast studio, which was a closet in his in-laws house or something and you know i heard yeah. that I thought, we've been in the closet well before we had to be in the closet we were in there from the start oh total innovators i remember that too a month into the podcast or a month into the pandemic sorry um yeah there's a photo of ira glass taping this american life in a closet too not as nice a closet as this one i don't think either but again you know People, people. I think we just really, you know, influenced a lot. So it would be nice, Jonathan and Ira, if you're listening, uh, 
to give us a little acknowledgement on the closet thing at some point. Uh-huh. Another thing too, Terry O'Reilly, if you're listening, I really enjoyed working with you on that promo episode. That was awesome. <laughs> but once again, there was this unspoken thing that I didn't want to bring up at the time because, you know, I needed you to do that work. But uh, I'm a little miffed that in your new podcast, uh, We Regret to Inform You, which is an interesting podcast, you began using uh, a female virtual assistant to help with your narration and uh, once again didn't acknowledge that uh, Jesse and I were way out front on that one mm-hmm. uh, with our use of uh, Moira, our Irish intern. That's right. So what are you going to miss about not doing this? <laughs> um, or about doing this? What are you going to miss about no? I don't know. Yeah. How do you word that? I'm completely confused, but that's okay. okay. I mean, you know I what think, I mean, right? Um, what do I miss? Well, it's just a lot of fun. It's it's fun to play with sound. Uh, it, honestly, it's 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 fun to make a soundscape or make set a mood or the production part. I enjoyed a lot of, um, you know, just just being able to take a, a stupid idea and and drag it out to the as thin as you possibly can was was a good time. And you know, we we don't get to do that in legitimate circles in society. But you and I can just make that up and do it here. So I'm gonna miss that part of it. I'm going to miss all of that too, but I'm going to miss some of the stories that I planned to do and didn't do. Like I got a long, you know, there's a oh, long yeah. list of stuff in the hopper. Yeah. Uh, and then in some of the episodes, you've heard me off mic. Mm-hmm. You've been in here narrating, like in, I think one episode you started to narrate in the Yukon accent and then you gave up and you were te- telling me, because usually while you're recording in the closet, I'm like lounging about in your bedroom. <laughs> yes. And so you said, oh, Mark, I can't do this. I give up. I'm going back to talking in my normal way. And you can yeah. hear me kind of off mic going, you know, e- egging you on, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and that was yeah. a little thing that I kind of, I like where, you know, you're in here recording and then there's this sense of maybe me in the bedroom while you're doing that. Uh-huh, yeah. And so I, I'd actually prepared a list oh. of various things that at some point when you were in here uh-huh. um, <laughs> doing the recording that okay. I would be back in the bedroom and I would call out to you. So okay. I'm going to actually step out of the closet now Okay. and I'm going to go into the bedroom. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not even going to try to make it sound convincing. I'm just uh-huh. going to read them out for your hopeful amusement. <laughs> okay. So I'm getting the chair. So Do you I, need me to pretend that I'm reading a script or something, or how does this work? No, no, I'm just gonna just gonna go through it. It's gonna be like Dave Letterman's top ten or something, except there's seventeen of them here. Oh my god! Okay, let's let's roll. Let's do it. I think my knitting needle punctured your waterbed. <laughs> Tell me something. Why does one guy need so many pillows? <laughs> What's with the padlock on the drawer of your bedside table? I swear to God, Jesse, you've been reading that same book for a year, and it's only 50 pages long. That's a true one. <laughs> I think I saw something moving in your laundry hamper. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of drooled on your pillow. I sorted all your socks by color. Your sheets are so silky and soft, what's the thread count? <laughs> I'm really glad you finally fixed that bidet attachment, and I borrowed your face cloth. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> You know, I've always wondered about that faded rectangle on the ceiling above your bed. You know that mouth guard you wear at night? It fits me perfectly. (laughs) Hey, I spilled my chocolate milk in your underwear drawer. (laughs) What kind of grown man wears tidy whities anyway? Are you cooking meth when I'm not here? (laughs) You know, most people just keep a glass of water beside their bed. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) 
I really wanted to guess the password on your iPad, and now it's uh, kind of, there's a problem. <laughs> Listen, I don't want you blaming me for all the crumbs in your sheets. How many times have I told you to buy one of those little handvacs? <laughs> I've always wondered about the novelty switch plate for your bedroom light. I gotta be honest, it seems like the kind of thing you'd see in a welding shop. <laughs> you ever thought about leaving a little mint on your pillow? I think it would be a really nice touch. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's good. It's a good thing you didn't rattle any of those off while I was mid-script. I would have been a, I would have, uh, yeah, been way off kilter. We would have had to postpone the session for a next another day. Anyways, I must have been <laughs> compiling those slowly over a long period of time, <laughs> saving them up. I love it. That's good. Well, I think I, I know. I think you know, recording this episode is a good thing because um, it made me kind of think of like how other places run with series like 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 the americans will come up with a tv program and they'll do 40 seasons of it and the first three are good and then they just stretch it out forever and the brits on the other hand will do like six episodes like really tight great but kind of leave you like maybe wanting a little bit more but you know and so we did I don't know, half a dozen number of episodes. And then we just kind of frittered away and just didn't do anything for a couple of years. Maybe that's the way that Yukon makes series. Um, you know, we just, so <laughs> we, we, we don't do it to death and we don't do this nice tight set of episodes, but we just do a bunch of them, some random amount, and then just sort of peters away with no explanation. So, you know, doing this is kind of putting the kind of a nice bookend on it. And uh, that's the way that Yukon podcasters should make series. I don't have this backed up by any other Yukon podcast, by the way. Well, speaking of other Yukon podcasts, uh, KTEL Records was in touch with me again, and they were very interested in putting together a compilation. K-Tel. Now, they wanted to... KTEL. You remember KTEL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to put together a podcast compilation and throw us in with a bunch of other Yukon podcasters. And I was like, no, that's a non-starter. Yeah. We want our own thing. Oh, they sure. They generally do that. They like to do the mixtape. <laughs> but... Uh, we did a little wheeling and dealing. Uh, they did finally agree that they would do a greatest hits package of the old radio stories that we did. All right. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to call it, the titles of their compilations are always kind of really in your face. Uh-huh. Uh, over the top. Okay. And, you know, they were determined to call it the smelliest of smells like Yukon. Okay. Which I liked. Yeah. But they wanted to call it butt crack. The smelliest of smells like Yukon. Yeah, yeah. And I was not into that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's just a little crass. Yeah. I'd always wanted to call it Skookum, uh-huh. the smelliest of smells like Yukon. Uh-huh. They weren't that happy with that. They were really fixated on the, I don't even want yeah. to say it. Yeah, yeah. That. Gotcha. And so, yeah, first option. It's like, that just sounds so crass. Like, there must be a nicer way to say that. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they started throwing stuff back and forth. And then it kind of landed on asphalt is sort of a synonym for butt crack. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the pieces that we did in the original radio series, I think, in the smell of the Yukon, I think that was one of the smells that we asked people if it should oh, be the official smell. Oh, it got brought up sure, yeah. For sure, because there's that asphalt batch plant, and when that thing gets going. Oh, yeah. So anyway, we settled on calling the thing Skookum Asphalt, the smelliest of smells like Yukon. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We just got, yeah. How easy is that going to be? What do we have about 25 of them to pick from? 25 to pick from. We can't fit, fit two of those on a 74 minute cassette. We don't want to, do we want to bore our few remaining listeners with the process of going through like how we're going to select them? Or I do think we wanna... they'd be very interested in it. 
do you, th- do you think, or should we just throw on some Muzak and talk about it amongst ourselves? And that might be more polite, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I guess with that, we're gonna sign off, throw on some Muzak, and uh, you'll hear from us at some point. Yeah. Keep smelling on. Yeah. Keep on smelling on. That's right. <laughs> There's so many of them, and they're all so good. No, right? It's going to be so hard bad. to pick. How do we? Let's we, really. It's a process yeah. of picking the least yeah. worst. The least. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we start from the bottom. I what guess. Is, yeah. By smelliest, does that mean like? Yeah. Were you? Is that ironic? Are we actually meaning like yeah. the smelliest is the, the best of them? Like smelly is a good thing. That's true. Or do you actually, mean, like the ones that are the biggest stinkers. It's a bit of an ambiguous term, isn't it? I yeah. Like that. Yeah. But that just demonstrates smell in the most in the most Are you still listening? You know, this is going to take a while. You should probably just go now. Keep on smelling on. Electrifying, fantastic, goofy, great, out of sight, superstars, sound spectacular, new from KTEL Records, the greatest LP ever, Skookum Asphalt, the smelliest of smells like Yukon, distributed by KTEL, only $3.99, 8-track tape, $6.99, available at all these fine stores, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Triple J's Boutique on Wood Street in Whitehorse, and the Tatchin Center in beautiful downtown Carmax.